0: Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Imagine a place where you can drop your kids off at school, buy fresh produce, and get a health checkup all in the same building. One southwest side nonprofit called Cultivate Collective is working on a project to do just that. Phase one's already underway, but winning the $10 million Chicago prize certainly wouldn't hurt with the next steps. Cultivate Collective is one of six finalists for the Pritzker-Trobert Foundation's prize, and we are spending the rest of the hour hearing their pitch. With us in studio is Nakenya Collins, president of Cultivate Collective. Hi, Nakenya.
1: Hi. Welcome. Thank you.
0: Sarah Elizabeth Ippel is board member of Cultivate Collective and executive director of the Academy for Global Citizenship, or AGC. Hi, Sarah Elizabeth. Hello. Thanks for having us. And Chris De La Torre is sustainability officer for Cultivate Collective and director of sustainability and wellness also for the Academy, of, or Academy for Global Citizenship. Welcome. Sasha, thanks so much. I'm going to start with you, Nakenia. First of all, this project, as I said, it's already started.
2: Yes. Right?
1: We broke ground in April.
0: Awesome. So tell us about the progress that you've made so far and, and what you are trying to build during this first phase.
1: Oh, wow. The, the first phase is specifically looking at the hub. So the hub is a the community resource, um, I'm sorry, it's the hive. It's the community resource hub that houses uh resources specifically for the community. So it's driving all of the economic vitality that we are bringing into the area. I, I would love to pass it over to Sarah Elizabeth, who can give you much more insight. Sure.
3: Well, as Kenny was saying, the Cultivate Collective is this six-acre community hub on Chicago's southwest side that really integrates education, Wellness, sustainability, and economic vitality to drive international, or to drive generational impact. Mm-hmm. And there's these two primary phases. As you mentioned, phase one is currently underway. And for those listening in, uh, who might be interested in a little brain break, can check out the live cam on our website, which is cultivatehere.org. Uh, but, but the Hive, um, as Nakeni was saying, incorporates health, education, and sustainability. It's going to incorporate an early childhood Head Start Center, kindergarten through eighth grade public school, operated by the Academy for Global Citizenship, a federally qualified health center operated by Esperanza, a three-acre urban farm operated by Urban Growers Collective, a neighborhood fresh food marketplace, these community wellness facilities. So that's all in the phase one that's going to be completed next summer. Um, But we're here to talk today about the second phase. Exactly. So (laughs)
0: let's talk about this Chicago prize and how
3: this $10 million would help. Like, What would it fund? Well, the the Chicago Prize would catalyze the construction of one of the three buildings in the second phase called the Green. And the Green uh, is going to house the Green Business Institute, a co-working hub, a community kitchen, an outdoor rooftop theater, and the Cultivate Cafe. Uh, So the Green would be joined by the Root, um, a hydroponic farming operation that's going to be generating over 20 living wage jobs, over 100,000 pounds of fresh produce for the community annually, and then the lab, an environmental education lab for hosting field trips and teacher training, in addition to listeners who may want to come down to the first regenerative living community hub in the state uh, that's going to be on Chicago's southwest side. It sounds incredible.
0: Uh, It's clear, Chris, that uh, sustainability and, and providing greener options and jobs Uh, to the community, that that's all top of mind for Cultivate Collective. So I wonder, as the director of sustainability for the group, if you could just talk about why sustainability is so important to you all.
2: Yes, absolutely. So Cultivate Collective, along with input from our community members over years and years of community engagement, is stretching our critical imagination to include improved air quality, water resources, access to green spaces, and food sovereignty as part of developing that generational wealth. And I think Sarah Elizabeth did mention that that is one of the focal points for the Chicago Prize. But most importantly, it's something that's essential to every thriving community across Chicago. Mm -hmm. So in terms of the jobs piece, our timing is a really important part of this story. So right now we are in a historical moment where we are seeing more investment than ever at the federal, state, and city levels that are legislating and mandating new and clear pathways for financing, workforce development, and community engagement all through these green pathways and these green sectors. Yeah. So with something like the Green Business Institute, this is the resource and the support that our community members in what we know is a highly industrialized part of Chicago on the southwest side, can use, they can walk through those front doors, find contacts, find resources, find the workforce development and job training. They need to be leaders and visionaries mm-hmm. to change the conversation that we're having about how we consume and conserve our national, our natural resources. And and we know with COP27 happening and so much fallout from climate change, now is the moment for that. Yeah. And we're really setting our community up to be uh, impactful.
0: Absolutely. Well, can you, Nakenia, can you take us there? Like where exactly is this community hub going to be and why did you choose that location?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So Cultivate Collective is located in Leclerc Courts where I was born. So Leclerc was once home to 600 row houses built in 1950 by the CHA, Chicago Housing Authority. So some people refer to us as public housing, but Mm -hmm. we saw ourselves as a family. Our community's homes were raised in 2011, so there's a 40-acre site that has been sitting vacant, but it marks the start of the gateway to the Midway Cicero Corridor, and it's been surrounded by disinvestment. So my community has been mostly forgotten and crying out for help for a very long time, Uh but now we are bringing in this amazing project on six acres of that vacant land. Yeah, This is personal to you, then? It's very personal to me. Five generations of my family have been born in and lived in, uh, continue to live in our community. So uh, because I have been an entrepreneur and pretty successful, I would say, my journey has been, Pretty difficult because I had to leave our beautiful neighborhood in order to access basic needs like get a good education, find quality health care, get groceries, and so much more. So it's my bringing, personal mission. And to by bringing these
0: opportunities in, hopefully folks, you know, down the line don't have to leave. Absolutely. Yeah. As we talk about goals, Sarah, Elizabeth, um, why does the community need something like the Cultivate Hub?
3: Well, I think, as Chris mentioned, you know, we're really rooted in these four pillars. Um, this is an evidence-based framework for community revitalization. Um, every thriving community has access to high-quality public education and early learning. Every thriving community has, op- has these economic opportunities and pathways, right, mm-hmm. to employment, um, health care and fresh food access, access to g- green space and parks and nature, Um, These are all foundational to the the elements that communities need to thrive. Are you incorporating feedback from from the community? Absolutely. What have they been saying? In fact, yes, almost 20 years now, almost two decades of working hand-in-hand in in partnership with community members um, who have been uh, just so critical to the process of really driving the vision for Cultivate Collective. Um, And perhaps Nakenya, who I know has been so instrumental in a number of our community engagement events, can talk a little bit more about the board and Strategic Advisory Council, who's been part of Spearheading.
1: Sure, absolutely. Thank you, Sarah Elizabeth. So over the past four months alone, we have held 94 community engagement events, and it was at one such event that I learned about this project, Cultivate Collective, and eagerly stepped up to help champion us forward. Cultivate Collective is the result of hundreds of voices, just like mine, who have come together with a singular vision of seeing our community thrive. So yeah. Cultivate Collective has truly been cultivated collectively from us, for us, and with us, and I'm excited that our board is 91% minority. It. It has been 72% that have been born or lived on the southwest side. 45% of our board have lived in LeClaire Courts or were born in LeClaire Courts. And 100% of our strategic advisory council is minority. So Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about the community engagement.
0: And, and you know, there are a lot of moving parts to this project. Does it ever feel too ambitious, Chris? Or do you think that this (laughs) is just what you have to do?
2: I think this is just what we have to do. I think we are looking at generations of disinvestment in communities across Chicago, and I think you can't have a simple solution to a really complicated problem. And so looking at all of these influencing factors of thriving communities, if we don't build those into the foundation mm-hmm. of what our community needs and how we move forward and how we really look at setting ourselves up for resiliency in the future, we're not really addressing the problem. We're we're continuing with the Band-Aids, and and we think that a big part of solving the problem is listening to what community members want right now yeah. and, and future dreaming about what the community could look like and the role we can play in improving conditions across Chicago for everybody.
0: I think you hit the nail on the head. You can't have a simple solution to a complicated problem. Um, and I know you, Chris, and Sarah Elizabeth, you're both involved with uh, the Cultivate Collective, but you're also part of the Academy for Global Citizenship, and I want to get to that in the time that we have left. Sarah Elizabeth, can you talk about how the school fits into all of this?
3: Absolutely. So the the school is going to have a home at at the Cultivate Hub. Um, And again, looking at those uh, cradle-to-career pathways, right, starting with early childhood education that will be available to our community, there's going to be 700 units of mixed-income housing um, soon to be built um, on this LeClaire uh, site, and so critical to have that access to high-quality public education um, all the way through eighth grade, really rooted in environmental education, so mm-hmm. connecting to the Green Business Institute and to the level uh, of unparalleled environmental sustainability and need- being a net positive energy, net positive water-generating yeah. campus.
0: And, and so it's clear for everyone, it's Cultivate Collective that's running this project, and the Academy will not be receiving funds from the Chicago Prize. Is that correct?
3: Correct. Okay.
0: So your group, as, as you mentioned, Chris, it follows the four themes, uh, sustainability, health and wellness, community learning, and economic development. Why do you think combining these in that way works?
2: Yeah, I think it goes back to, you know, Sarah Elizabeth used the term cradle-to-career pathways. And so we're thinking really in complex, nuanced terms about all the pieces that go into someone feeling supported, and having the resources they need to move forward in each of those trajectories. So I think um, young people being able to see models for the types of jobs they might pursue in the green sector, be it in solar or yeah. geothermal.
0: I love that you're teaching kids about sustainability.
2: Absolutely. and it's fantastic. They're excited and, and already have these robust vocabularies about uh, what sustainability means in a in a number of contexts, right? And we look a lot about, uh, we spoke of food sovereignty early on, but you know, even looking at the impacts of urban agriculture, what whole foods mean, food as wellness, mm-hmm. these are all of the pieces of a, a larger evidence-based puzzle about how community members are, are able to leverage their resources yeah. to go on about the world and make a positive impact.
0: Nakenya, before we go, what's the timeline for all of this great work?
2: Well, Phase
1: 1, as we said, is already underway, mm-hmm. and we plan to be completed with Phase 1 by next August, just in time for the new school year. Excellent. And Phase 2, once completed, of course, will uh, we, we hope that that will be completed in 2025. And at that time, our community will not have to leave anymore to access basic needs as I once did.
0: Yeah, I can see the relief. It's, it's almost like you, you, you've you already pushed us to, to 2025, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I've been dreaming about this for decades. Yeah.
0: That's great. Nakenya Collins is president of Cultivate Collective. Sarah Elizabeth Ipple is a board member of the collective and executive director of the Academy for Global Citizenship. And Chris Della Torre is the sustainability officer for the collective, also director of sustainability and wellness for the academy. Thank you all. Appreciate you coming down. Thank Thanks you so much. much.